This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Victor, the Machine Herald. A biography from League of Legends. Read to you by Prestige Edition. The herald of a new age of technology, Victor has devoted his life to the advancement of humankind. An idealist who seeks to lift people to a new level of understanding, he believes that only by embracing a glorious evolution of technology can humanity's full potential be realized. With a body augmented by steel and science, Victor is zealous in his pursuit of this bright future. Victor was born in Zahn, on the borders of the Entresol level, and, encouraged by his artisan parents, discovered a passion for invention and building. He devoted every waking minute to his studies, hating to interrupt his work even to eat or sleep. Even worse was having to rapidly relocate if there was a nearby chemical spill, accidental detonation, or incoming chem cloud. Abandoning his work, even for a short time, was anathema to Victor. In a bid to impose a level of order and certainty on his world, Victor researched Zahn's many accidents and came to realize that almost all of them were the result of human error, not mechanical failure. He offered his services to the local businesses, developing inventions that made them far safer working environments. Most turned him away, but one, the Frederson Chemforge, took a chance on this earnest young man. Victor's inventions and automation reduced the number of accidents in the forge to zero within a month. Soon, other establishments sought his work, and Victor's designs became common in Zahn, improving production with every innovation that removed human error from a process. Eventually, at the age of 19, he was surprised to be offered a place in Zahn's prestigious Academy of Techmaturgy. But Victor's work had attracted the eye of Professor Stanwyck of Piltover, who convinced him to leave Zahn and travel to Piltover's academy instead. There, he could work in the most advanced laboratories and gain access to all the resources the City of Progress could offer. Thrilled to be singled out, Victor accepted his offer and took up residence in Piltover, where he refined his craft and sought to perfect his theorems in ways that would benefit everyone. Victor worked with Piltover's best and brightest, including an insufferable genius named Jace. The two were equally matched in intellect, but where Victor was methodical, logical, and thorough, Jace 
was flamboyant and arrogant. The two worked together frequently, but never truly became friends. Often, the two would butt heads over their perceptions of intuition versus logic in the process of invention. But a level of mutual respect developed as each saw the flawed brilliance in the other. In the midst of his studies in Piltover, a major chemspill devastated entire districts of Zahn, and Victor returned home to offer his help in the rescue efforts. By grafting a sophisticated series of cognitive loops upon existing automata technology, he crafted a custom-built golem, Blitzcrank, to help in the cleanup. Blitzcrank was instrumental in saving scores of lives and appeared to develop a level of sentience beyond anything Victor had envisioned. Even with the spill contained, Victor remained in Zon to help those afflicted by the released toxins. With the golem's help, he attempted to use his techmaturgical brilliance to save those whose lives had been blighted by the spill. Their attempt was ultimately unsuccessful in preventing more deaths, and the two parted ways. Though Victor was distraught at the loss of life in Zon, the work taught him a great deal about the merging of human anatomy with technology, and how mortal anatomy could be enhanced with technology. When Victor returned to Piltover weeks later, it was to find that Professor Stanwick had held a symposium on Blitzcrank and presented Victor's researches as his own. Victor lodged formal complaints with the masters of the college, but his impassioned claim that he had designed Blitzcrank fell on deaf ears. He turned to Jace to verify his claims, but his fellow student refused to speak up, further widening the rift between them and the matter was decided in Professor Stanwick's favor. Bitter but resigned, Victor returned to his studies, knowing that his ultimate goal of making people's lives better and enhancing humanity was more important than one stolen project and a bruised ego. He continued to excel, finding ever new ways to eliminate human error and weakness from his work, a facet of his researches that came to dominate his thinking. He saw human involvement in any part of a process as a grossly inefficient aberration, a view that put him at odds with a great many of his fellow students and professors, who saw the very things Victor sought to remove as the source of human ingenuity and creativity. This came to a head during a reluctant collaboration with Jace to improve the diving suits used to keep Piltover's docks clear of underwater debris and lingering chemical waste. Victor and Jace's enhanced suits allowed the wearer to go deeper, remain underwater for longer, and lift heavier weights. But many wearers claimed they saw phantom corpse lights in the depths, or suffered from chem-induced hallucinations. When divers experienced such symptoms, they panicked, 
and often got themselves or their fellow divers killed. Victor saw the problem was not technical, but with the wearer's nerves unraveling in the inky depths. He devised a chem-shunt helm that allowed an operator on the surface to bypass the wearer's fear response and effectively control the diver. A heated discussion between Victor and Jace on free will and mental enslavement turned bitter, almost violent, and the two vowed never to work together again. Jace reported the incident to the college masters, and Victor was censured for violating basic human dignity, though in his eyes, his work would have saved many lives. He was expelled from the college and retreated to his old laboratory in Zahn, disgusted by the narrow-minded perceptions of Piltover's inhabitants. Alone in the depths, Victor sank into a deep depression, enduring a traumatic period of introspection for many weeks. He wrestled with the ethical dilemma he now faced, finding that, once again, human emotion and weakness had stood in his way. He had been trying to help, to enhance people beyond their natural capabilities to avoid error and save lives. Revelation came when he realized that he too had succumbed to such emotions, allowing his naive belief that good intentions could overcome ingrained prejudice to blind him to human failings. Victor knew he could not expect others to follow where he did not go first. So, in secret, he operated on himself to remove those parts of his flesh and psyche that relied upon or were inhibited by emotion. When the surgery was done, almost no trace of the young man who had traveled to Piltover remained. He had supplanted the majority of his anatomy with mechanical augmentations, but his personality had also changed. His idealistic hope to better society was refined into an obsession with what he called the glorious evolution. Victor now saw himself as the pioneer of Valoran's future, an idealized dream where man would renounce flesh in favor of superior Hextech augmentations. This would free humanity from fatal errors and suffering, though Victor knew it was a task that would not be completed easily or quickly. He threw himself into this great work with a vengeance. He used technological augmentations to help rebuild Zonites injured in accidents, perfected breathing mechanisms, and worked tirelessly to reduce human inefficiency by decoupling physicality from emotion. His work saved hundreds of lives. Yet, seeking Victor's help could be dangerous, as his solutions often brought unexpected consequences. But if you were desperate, Victor was the man you went to. Some in Zon, hearing fragments of his philosophy and seeking the successes of his work, 
saw him as a messianic figure. Victor couldn't care less for them, viewing their quasi-religious cult as an aberration, yet another reason to eliminate emotional foibles and the belief in that which could not be empirically proven. After a toxic event in the sump saw hundreds of men and women in the factory wood transformed into rabid psychotics, Victor was forced to use a powerful soporific to sedate the victims and bring them back to his labs to try and undo the damage. The toxins had begun to eat away portions of their brains, but Victor was able to slow the degenerative process by opening up their craniums and employing machinery to slowly filter their bloodstreams of poison. The technology available to him wasn't up to the task, and Victor knew many people were going to die unless he found a way to greatly enhance his purgative machinery. As he fought to save these people, he detected a surge in Hextech energy from Piltover and saw immediately that this could give him the power he needed. He followed the powerful energy surge to its source. Jace's lab. Victor demanded Jace hand over the source of this power, a pulsing crystal from the Shuriman Desert. But his former colleague refused, leaving Victor no option but to take it by force. He returned to Zahn and hooked the strange crystal to his machinery, readying a steam golem host for each afflicted person in case their body gave out under the stress of the procedure. Empowered by the new crystal, Victor's machines went to work, and gradually the damage from the toxins began to reverse. His work would save these people, in a manner of speaking, and had Victor retained more than a fragment of his humanity, he might have celebrated. As it was, the barest hint of a smile was all he allowed himself. Before the process could complete, a vengeful Jace burst in and started smashing the laboratory with an energized hammer. Knowing an arrogant fool like Jace would never listen to reason, Victor ordered the automatons to kill Jace. The battle was ferocious and only ended when Jace shattered the crystal Victor had taken, bringing the entire warehouse down in an avalanche of steel and stone thus ending the existence of those Victor was trying to save. And for this, Jace returned to Piltover, feted as a hero. Victor escaped the destruction of the laboratory and returned to his mission of bettering humanity by ridding it of its destructive emotional impulses. In Victor's mind, Jace's impetuous attack only proved the truth of his cause, and strengthened his desire to unburden humanity of the failings of flesh. Victor did send chem-augmented thugs to raid Jace's laboratory not long afterward. This was, Victor told himself, not for revenge, but to learn if there were any more shards of the Shuriman crystal he could use for the advancement of mankind. 
The raid was unsuccessful, however, and Victor thought no more of Jace. Instead, he intensified his efforts to find ways in which humanity could be shepherded beyond their emotional weaknesses and brought into a new, more reasoned stage of their evolution. Such researches sometimes transgress the boundaries of what would be considered ethical in Piltover and Zon, but they are all necessary steps in bringing about Victor's glorious evolution. Thanks for listening. All credit for these stories goes to Riot Games and League of Legends. Full details can be found in the video description. If you enjoyed this production, please hit like and subscribe. There's a lot more coming.